Hi, beautiful beings. Welcome to the Soulful and Authentic Podcast. I'm Joanne Oswald-Jones, your host, and this is season one of The Task Ahead is Never as Great as the Power Within, and today is episode 10. If you've been following this season, you'll know that the conversations are about the strength and the power that lies deep within us. A power and a strength that is always there, even if at times we can't seem to access it or we don't believe we have it. It is there and it's just patiently waiting for us all to tap into it so it can serve us. And I know it's sometimes really hard to believe that every setback, every disaster and every hardship that we choose is there to serve us. It's there to help us grow. It's there to help us rise up and elevate our lives. And this power doesn't elude anyone, you know, each and every one of us has this tremendous, tremendous power within. And although that power within is personal to us, it's universal at the same time. And what I mean by that is that, you know, we all have our different journeys, right? And we all we all have our different challenges. Um, and whilst my challenge might be different to your challenge or your challenge different to the next challenge, the energy and the essence of power and strength is the same for all of us. Because, you see, your soul never takes on anything your backbone can't handle. And so whatever, ch- whatever challenge you're in or whatever your challenge may be, you have the power within you to handle it. And you have the power within you to overcome it. And you have the power within to learn from it, as does the next person. But here's the thing, and this is something that often gets misconstrued in society um, and gets played out in society, which is that one person's struggle or challenge is greater than that of someone else's. And sometimes this is linked to the size of the challenge. So it's like it's deemed that what that person has overcome or faced is much bigger than the the person down the road and that therefore their strength within is greater than yours because their mountain was bigger to climb. But the thing is, this isn't the truth and it's not a truth because we personally choose the size of our burdens, okay? We choose what we can handle and albeit we choose it on an unconscious level, but we choose it because we know that we can handle it because we know that our soul never takes on anything that the backbone can't handle, right? So somewhere within us, when we're faced with these situations and these mountains to climb, we know we can handle it. So if you think about it, the energy that it takes for a homeless person to get themselves off the street and the energy it takes for a person to walk away from an abusive situation or the energy that's required for one person to run a multi-million dollar company is of equal measure because the energy of that is strength and power and within us it's equal it's it's an energy it's a it's a force it's a knowing it's a belief and a determination and it's the ability for us to dig as deep as we can and to keep getting back up after we fall down and so it's all of that and we all possess it even though we can't feel it at times but we do all possess it because there's no such thing as discrimination when it comes to power within. It simply depends on which voice we listen to and which voice we feed. Do we listen to the ego or do we listen to the authentic self? Our egos are really strong, that's for sure. I mean, 
yeah, <laughs> we, we, we have strong egos, but it is the smaller part of us. And it's actually the most fearful part of us for the most part. And it doesn't want you tapping into that strength within because you know what it knows it will mean change, big change, life change, stepping up and stepping forth or stepping out of your comfort zone. And to the ego, that can be quite scary. And so sometimes at times when we listen to the smaller part of us, that's when we can believe that we can't have the life that we want. That's when we believe that we can't have the relationship we want or we can't become the version of ourselves that we really want to be or it's impossible for us to achieve such greatness because we don't have the same power within as let's say Martina Navratilova or Elon Musk or whomever it is that we may have at some point looked at and thought hmm they've got much more going on for them or their situation is different and they're stronger, so therefore they must, they must have more power within them. But you see, it's never about the other person's strength within, because we all possess the same sort of power. So comparing yourself to other people really isn't a healthy thing to do. Um, it doesn't help because we're putting our power outside of ourselves and putting our power onto someone else. But what can be really helpful if you're feeling in a situation where you're completely stretched, um, the challenge that you're facing or the situation that you're facing um, you can't cope with, is other people's stories. They can be a great source of motivation and inspiration. And when you look at it from that point of view, rather than a comparison, but just say, wow, look what this person has overcome. And if they can do it, I can do it. And so it's a really helpful reminder of who we really are, especially when we need to dig deep and especially when we move, when we need to move beyond what we at times feel capable of. And so given that, I'd like to share with you this incredible inspirational story, which I know will be a complete game changer for you in terms of your own personal development. It's the personal story of Danny Johnson. I reached out to Danny's office and um, I extended an invitation for her to come on the show for this season. The season of The Task Ahead is never as great as The Power Within. But Danny has now retired and um, since retiring, she's not done any public speaking or personal appearances. Um, and I sincerely hope she's enjoying her more than well-deserved retirement given all that she's contributed to humanity. And so although she's not here in person today on the show, I want to share her story with you because, gosh, I know, I know it will change your life as it did mine when I first came across it many years ago. And for any listeners out there who have heard of Danny Johnson and heard of Danny's, which I'm sure everybody has, um, and heard of her story, um, you'll understand, you'll know, and you certainly won't mind me sharing it again because, wow, it's truly, truly inspirational. Okay, you ready? Here we go. She made a meagre living as a cocktail waitress in Hawaii and was living out of her car with just $2.03 to her name and $37,000 in debt. Haunted by a childhood filled with brutal and systemic physical and sexual abuse, she attempted suicide following a, con a cocaine binge. But in that moment, ironically, her life changed forever. This is Danny Johnson's story. 
It was Christmas Eve 1990. I was stoned out of my mind for two months, sleeping with eight different guys. I got to only eat by dating all these people. And I realised I had become worse than the family I grew up in, and that was devastating. My mum and dad were drug addicts, and I had never seen my parents sober. My childhood was filled with threats and getting beatings daily, weekly, week in, week out. My whole life was filled with horror and terror and lies. And I vowed that I would never be like my family. And yet here I was doing cocaine. Danny hated cocaine with a passion and recalls that when cocaine was introduced to the family home by her parents when she was a teenager, the violence had intensified and the emotional instability was horrifying. They would say one thing and then another just 15 minutes later. That Christmas Eve, she joined other waitresses on the beach on a drink and drug binge. And she says, I was sweating, I was constantly dancing. I saw the coke and I leant down and I did a line. I remember waking up at 10 a.m. the next morning on my beach mat and I was asking everyone for coke. I was walking around saying, where do I get more of that stuff? Where do I get more of that stuff? That day, I would have given my body, I would have become a prostitute for coke and that's how low I became. I hated everything about myself and I knew my future would never be good. I was suicidal from the age of six and my life was simply not worth living. Danny goes on to say, there was no chance to turn it into anything better. I was disgusting. I hated how my parents had raised us. My life was filled with broken promises and lies and people stealing and people beating me and people hating me and me hating myself even more. Fueled by the after effects of the drug in an almost catatonic state that morning, Danny decided that she was going to end it all and she started to walk towards the ocean. I start to walk towards the ocean and I dive underneath the wave. A few more minutes under and her life would have ended there, tragically, and not really an unsurprising demise given her circumstances, the coroner and police chief would have just quietly concluded. But as it happened, in an instant, her life changed forever, almost a miracle. I heard a voice say, pick up your mat and walk. It felt almost like a miracle to her and the feeling of coke left instantly. I wasn't wanting it anymore. I rolled up my beach mat, turned around and I hiked a mile that I needed to get to in order to get to my car. I drove 45 minutes to the beach where I was living and the whole time I was driving, it was as if the left side of my mind was saying, this is not what is intended for your life. You shouldn't be drinking. There's so much more to life. And the right side of her was saying, you're a failure, you're a loser, you're filthy, you're worse than your parents, just drive this car into the ocean. And she says it was like a war inside her mind. These voices were just playing out and that she was literally in a trance. And she says, I have no idea why I chose to listen to that first voice. So Danny began to ask herself, what can I do? What do I need to do to get myself out of this situation? As a cocktail waitress, I wasn't making enough, so I had to figure out some options. She needed about $4,500 to be able to afford an apartment, but with a small income derived mostly from tips, coupled 
that with the island's high rents, it would take her four months to save enough money for an apartment. I didn't want to be homeless for another four months. Rent in Hawaii was outrageously expensive and I couldn't afford plane tickets back to California. I knew no one. I was terrified that I'd be raped or beaten or kidnapped because there wasn't any shelter. And I was a kid who had, between the ages of three to 16, been abused and molested. And these emotions were still there. You try to push this back, but when you're homeless, it's at the forefront of your mind all the time. And it was terrifying to me. That night, she fell asleep in her car without any answers. But the following day, it was like the proverbial light bulb went off. And she says, I get this idea. Everything I ever owned was in the back seat of my car. And there was this weight loss program I'd purchased long before I was homeless, just lying in the back seat. I'd used it for a week and then never paid any further attention to it for a long time. And then suddenly it sort of caught my attention, caught the corner of my eye in the sun and it was warped from the humidity. But it was as if this device was talking to me. I picked it up and it was as if it was saying, I'm your answer. I'm your answer. And my first thought was, no ways. I'm not going to pedal some weight loss program. No ways am I going to do this. It's as if it was beneath me and that I was sinking to a new depth. And you know, sometimes you have that feeling that you need to do something that you don't want to do. So I turned the box around and saw the manufacturer's details and called them from a payphone. I started asking them questions like, what is it going to take for me to carry this product in Hawaii? As it turned out, it would require me having licensing and money. And I didn't have either of these. And this is when Danny, given her very scant means, decided to get resourceful. I hand wrote a, a flyer for a weight loss program, but I needed a phone number to advertise so people could contact me and I didn't have one. So I picked up the yellow pages in a phone booth and I had some change, you know, cocktail waitresses always have coins. So I looked through the yellow pages and I called a small telecommunications company. And as I was chatting with this guy for some time, I was trying to build a relationship and I asked him what the cost of their voicemail service would be. And he said to me, don't drive all the way here to pay for this. Just send me a check for $15 and here's your new number. Danny, of course, was elated down to her last quarter for the week. She got the break that she needed. So she put the flyer up at the post office where everybody in this town went to. And three hours later, not thinking I'd get any messages, it was filled with 25 messages and I didn't know what to do with them. Long story short, I ended up with 40 checks totaling $4,000 from people that I didn't even know. And that was in the first month. I called up the manufacturer with an order, but they wanted a physical address to send the product to, and I didn't have one. So I talked to the local liquor store, and I basically begged them to let me use their address. Danny made a quarter of a million dollars in that first year just by selling that weight loss program. She was a millionaire by the second year, and then went on to open 18 weight loss centres around the country. She sold the business in 1996, a multi-millionaire. And this article, this story that I've just read, originally appeared in Forbes magazine. And it was entitled, How One Woman Went From Being Homeless to a Millionaire in Less Than Two Years. 
Today, Danny Johnson is a multimillionaire many times over. She runs five companies and she spends her time jetting around the world, giving back to her various charities. How she went on to make her first million despite a tortured past and despite being homeless is the stuff of an entrepreneurial legend. And her story suggests, as Dr. Phil would put it, it doesn't matter what your mama did and it doesn't matter what your daddy didn't do. Nobody but you are responsible for the life, for your life. You are responsible for the energy that you create for yourself. And there you have it. I mean, wow, just what a story. Every time I read that story or listen to that story, it just it just it just fills me with such inspiration. And I mean, wow, did this did Danny, uh, you know, she knew she was experiencing, you know, that her soul didn't take on anything her backbone couldn't handle. I mean, she she heard that voice. She heard her higher self telling her to pick up the mat and walk. Really incredible. And although Danny is now retired, you can find out more about her amazing accolades and her success, which is on her website, dannyjohnson.com. She is known as an American professional speaker, an author, a strategic life and business coach, and she's the founder of Call to Freedom International. And over the last 18 years, she's best known for her business and personal development training seminars. So, uh, yeah, check her out. Uh, I'm sure many of you already know of Danny and her story, but it really is a perfect testament to the fact that, you know, it's not so much the burdens or the experiences that we go through, but it is all about the voice that we choose to feed. It's who are we going to listen to? Are we going to listen to the ego or are we going to listen to our higher self? It's all about our mindset and our power within. And it's the same for all of us, you know, regardless of the size of challenge. It it means that we all have to make a choice and tap into that strength within. And for me personally, when I was going through my... um well, my stressful time and at a very poignant time in my life, um, you know, watching movies like Erin Brockovich, reading stories like, you know, the Danny Johnson story and the words that came to me when I was searching for my power within, you know, these words of the task ahead is never as great as the power within and your soul never takes on anything your backbone can't handle. They've become such a driving force and such a strength for me So, you know, if you're out there and you are currently in the middle of climbing that mountain, you may be having to climb, you know, you're handling stress, you're feeling stressed, you're feeling that you can't cope with what's on your plate at the moment. Remember those mantras and read Danny's story, watch Erin Brockovich, anything that will help you tap into that strength and give you that inspiration to keep rising up and keep doing it. So, yeah, this is a perfect moment, I think, to introduce next week's guest. I'm so looking forward, really looking forward to introducing you to the beautiful and wonderful Sophie Wedlock-Smith. What a journey that this woman has been on. And let me tell you, she knows how to tap into her power within. Because not only was Sophie diagnosed with stage four cancer, which she overcame, She had a stroke and she struggled for survival after being in a coma and having numerous operations. But refusing, refusing to settle for the diagnosis 
of being told that she would never walk again and that she would be wheelchair-bound for the rest of her life, this lady took matters into her own hands. And determined to thrive, Sophie then went on a journey and she researched and studied all aspects of well-being and nutrition with one thing in mind, to heal her body and to get better. And not only does she now enjoy an incredibly active life and a happy life, Sophie is the founder and the director of SW Nutrition, a nutritional lifestyle and wellness company. And she helps so many hundreds of other people learn how to support their immune system, how to reach optimum health, how to balance hormones, how to reduce chronic chronic pain, and so much more. So this is going to be a conversation that you beautiful people will not want to miss. So please join us here next week on the Soulful and Authentic podcast. Um, it's going to be a really good conversation and I'm looking forward to welcoming, welcoming Sophie on the show. For now, I wish you a wonderful weekend. I hope the sun is shining for you wherever you are and whatever you're doing, just remember that your soul never takes on anything that your backbone can't handle. Have a beautiful weekend and much love from me.